Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Welcome Monday. Hope you're all doing well. Let's see. I was, you know, you could learn a lot from movies. We all know this. I've been preaching this ever since I started, but... I thought of a few things that movies do, especially film noir, that I'd like to find the equivalent in a role-playing game. Some of them I have, some of them I haven't. I think of a, I thought of a couple today. In Media Ray is a lot of fun. I like doing it. Starting the action in the middle of something, and then you can... You know, they usually do like, how did I get into this situation? Well, let me go back. Well, that isn't quite possible. But if you start things in the middle of the action, kind of like what George Lucas did with his Star Wars films. I, In fact, I learned this technique from the D6 Star Wars role-playing game. And because it just gets people in the action right away. But. It's It takes a bit of a setup on your part as far as prep goes. Because what In Media Ray is at its most basic is starting the action, starting the game one step ahead of where it was, where you left, assuming you're playing. Well, you can do this in the, the be, you know, beginning of a campaign too, but if you've got an ongoing campaign, start it like one step ahead. And especially if you, you do stuff like, okay, you are a guy, I'm like I'm doing this now, or something. you guys at the door of the mine. Okay, let's, let's take this up next week. We're out of time. So when they come back next week, something happened in the interim that caused a fight. Maybe a rival group got there. Maybe uh, monsters came out. Something happened. But have that in place when they get there. So when they get there, they're immediately in a fight and you can use a bit of prep, a bit of backstory to set the whole thing up. Okay. You guys are here and you, what happened was these guys showed up. You wish you hit, they wish you hadn't, but now you're in the middle of a fight. Deal with it. Now this, this kind of thing doesn't always work with every group. But it really gives a cinematic feel of the game. And I'm just saying make it a big fight. Don't make it like a be-all-end-all big fight. But you probably, you can, it's it's a skirmish. Say Say a group of orcs showed up just as they got there and they didn't see them. So the next session you'll say, okay, uh, you guys go ahead and we'll do the fight. What happened? Well, these orcs showed up about a, about 10 seconds after you guys did, and they started to fight. Okay, fine. That's a good thing. Or maybe they're in hot... I remember the, the one I did the starter scenario for, for D6 Star Wars, and it was... The whole plot was they had to get an R2 unit, which had vital information for the rebellion back and it was an old mine 
it was an old mine on, I think, Hoth or something like that, or some kind of, or even Tatooine, I don't know. But they started barricaded in this one place with the R2 unit. And they were fighting against imperialist imperial troops. And that's how the game started. So you basically give them a little backstory, go, that kind of thing. And a lot of players don't like that all the time. There are players that just don't like it at all. There are players who will tolerate it maybe once, maybe twice. And then there's people who just jump at it. My group would jump at it. In fact, I'm thinking I'm doing that. We're in the middle of a campaign right now. I'm thinking of doing that in our group because I know what's coming next. And I've not been very happy with this module I'm running anyway. It's a little... I never thought I'd say this, but it's a little too freeform. It's... It's see the the way the astonishing source the way this one's set up is, and I've seen the the first one I did from astonishing source did did this too, where you've got a goal over here, but you got all these side quests around it, and I, sometimes I feel like the group just misses all that, which is fine because there's side quests and stuff, but sometimes the groups would get bogged down in that, so you got to watch that. So I'm thinking of I'm thinking of doing that. Those of you in my group who listen, you will forget this. I'll see if my feeble mind spell will work. So that's one thing. That's that's a whole lot of fun. The other thing I have not been able to replicate is part of that. Not part of that, but I mean Remember I said you use a few a few lines of description on how they got there, how they got in the situation they're in? Well, flashbacks. Flashbacks. I've seen a lot of that, especially film noir, where or any other story where a guy's standing over a body with a bloody knife. And the you get the first person, you know, narration. How did I get this way? And then it sort of dissolves into what happened like an hour or a day before or something like that. I have yet to figure out how to do that because there are so many variables in role-playing games because you're dealing with not only yourself, but the other players who have their own ideas. It's, it's difficult. It's a very difficult thing to do unless you want to just railroad them into this part. Now, you can make it a cutscene. That's, that's something else I haven't mastered. I've never tried cutscenes because I don't exactly know how to work them. And there's a lot of people who don't like cutscenes. But I'm not worried about that. I'd rather f- figure out how to do it and then deal with the people who don't like it. So you can, you can do it that way or some other way where... Because how do you know that by the time they come up to the present, it's going to be this scene? You don't. So, and you don't want to push the players into a predetermined, that's, you don't want to railroad people into predetermined scenario. I'm really against that. So there's a kind of a gray area here, which you have to deal with. I don't exactly know how to, but I could, you could probably, it's kind of like when you have a fortune teller in your game. There's a fortune teller in this module, and they haven't run across him yet. But you, it's it's like 
the, the nice thing about fortune tellers is it may happen, it may not happen. They're just predicting your future. But here you're trying to predict their future. So it's kind of hard to do. Now, you can set a few things up to maybe give them a little nudge, but that's about it. They're going to do, you know, they're going to go their own way. They're going to go, the, the, it's the, they're plunked down in this world. They're going to make, make their way in the world. They are the ones who affect change. Unless you want to make the scene before the flashback so ambiguous that it could be get there any any number of ways. And you really don't know. It, it, it'd be an interesting, ex- let me put it this way, it'd be an interesting exercise in a game. And I would not try it lightly. I might warn the players a bit, saying we're going to try something. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But I am very... I am I am very curious to see how this works. You know, this scene where they're standing around, they do the flashback. That could be in the middle of the scenario. could be the near the end of the scenario. could be right at the beginning. It could be anywhere in that story. It's just that getting them there necessitates things that I kind of don't want to do in a role-playing game, like Railroad. Or something like that. So you've got to be, you've got to use the, if you can do it with finesse, if you can do it with style and not giving them what they call the illusion of choice, more power to you. That, that, you'd be ahead of the game right there. So that's something to try out on your group. Try it out and let me know. Give me a, give me an email or anything else. Give me an email, oldmanbrogdnar at gmail.com, or you can leave me a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized now so as little as 99 cents a month you can support this program and i would thank you and thank you once again jonathan and oliver for supporting me i you guys are great and yeah drop me drop me a please drop drop me a an email or voicemail especially voicemails voicemails are great because i have a font of knowledge and i want to share it with you as you know anyway until i see you folks next time keep the dice warm and i'll talk to you later bye-bye Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.